have issues uh our podcast that is about everything we have been watching reading playing listening to whatever uh as always i'm your host keith and this week we have issues with vision and the scarlet witch mm-hmm. now with wandavision being just excellent uh we did feel like hey let's go back and read the mini 12 issue miniseries from 1985 uh basically Nothing really directly inspired WandaVision, but if anything did, it was this run, probably. Uh, written by Steve Englehart, penciled by Richard Howell. Uh, ink, inking was by Annie Mashensky, lettering by Lois Bahalis, and colors by Janet Jackson. Not that Janet Jackson. Uh, so, as always, I'm going to quickly introduce who's with us today. Uh, first of all, joining us is Liz. I'm back. <laughs> 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 And my Star Wars psychic, who's always at my side, host way. WandaVision, WandaVision, WandaVision. <laughs> God, I can't so, get enough of it. Can we talk about the spoiler now? No, no, not yet. Okay, so <laughs> we are going to have a special episode once WandaVision's over where we review the whole thing. Nice. Okay, good. So that's already planned in my head. So uh, quickly, we are going to talk about what we did this week. You know, just quick reviews. Um, I will say that I, uh, I did really... You know, enjoy WandaVision. We're going to talk about that more as we go on. <laughs> um, other than that, there wasn't a lot I really did um, except for uh, I started reading the new Star Wars book, the the one that's actually part of the 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 High Republic, the novel one. Yeah, okay, finally, cool. I'm finally getting into it because I'm just like, yeah. And then um, I am almost done with my, or no, I'm about halfway done with my Sherlock Holmes audiobook. So it's 62 hours, and I'm about halfway done, and it's really, really great. Um, it's very problematic, which I'll <laughs> talk about when, when I review it in the end. Um, I forgot, because I haven't actually read Sherlock in a long time, but there's a lot of like very dated phrases and sayings. And oh, like yeah. That. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I've been spending most of my time on my new computer, which came in, and uh, I can play all the games I've always wanted to play, so I'm very excited about that. I think that's all I was... Liz, was I going to talk about something else? Did I tell you anything? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Liz, uh, what about yourself? Anything you checked out this week you want to talk about? Um, yeah, we are... I'm currently re-watching Babylon 5 on HBO Max. And, um, you know, that's fun. Always fun. <laughs> that's a show I... Uh, that's like... I didn't watch Star Trek as a kid. Um, I watched Babylon 5 <laughs> instead. So, you know, in my mind, it's the superior show. But the first season is rough. Like, I know when I uh, when I rewatched it the first time, I basically just kind of skipped most of the first season and went straight to the second. But this time, we're going to do, like, one episode a night. So it's not, you know, it doesn't get, like, boring or kind of stale. And it's just, like, enjoyable. Like, we're watching it, you know, every night or almost every night. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like the show. It is not for everyone. But it is kind of fun to watch, like, a low-budget not like super not not low budget sorry i guess like an episodic tv series where it's not like like super high production so yeah but they have like a lot of episodes um is what um my it's what uh evan you know my my husband's saying like that's what he pointed out and that's i was like you know what you're right it is kind of nice to be able to like just watch a ton of content <laughs> that's you know does not everything needs to be steak right <laughs> yeah um so, especially yeah. sci-fi yeah like, and it's, cheesy sci-fi is some of the best sci-fi 
Right. And it does get super enjoyable, especially in the later seasons. Um, everything, you know, it's a, it's J. Michael Straczynski is the showrunner. And yeah, this is like his, nice. Yeah, baby. This was like his, you know. Um, That's how he's got his name. Yeah. I mean, I know he did other stuff, but yeah, this was like, I think what, yeah, made him successful or at least well known. And this is a huge influence on so many other sci fi shows. Like The Expanse authors, I know, are fans of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely feel like Mass Effect. I mean, I don't know, maybe not, but I mean, I feel like they must have been at least someone on that that worked on that must have been familiar with Babylon 5. So, yeah, it is uh, really cool. <laughs> nice. Oswey, what have you been checking out this week? Um, the new Attack on Titan episode was okay. Last week's episode was incredible. There was like six, seven Titans in one episode. Like, holy shit. Uh, and this episode was was just elaborating, just like moving some pieces along. It, was, it, it wasn't that, that great. Um, yeah, no, other than that, I just I did some rewatches, at least like worth talking about. I did uh, District 9, and it's like, oof, love that. I love that movie so much. Um, and then yesterday, I know it's problematic, but god damn it, Ghost Protocol is one hell of a fucking movie. Uh, Mission Impossible 4, yeah, I fucking love that movie. So, yeah, just those, just those two movies that I'm sure everybody has seen. I should also mention that me and Liz have been back on an MCU kick lately. Nice. And Oh, oh but... But a certain kind of MCU kick. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Should find yeah. Out. It was very WandaVision inspired to begin with. Okay. <laughs> um, but basically, we've been watching certain movies. So um, the most recent one we watched was Thor 2. Oh, okay. Yeah. And well, so. We have to finish it. But yeah. We have to finish it. Yeah. Because <laughs> Liz was like, is this as bad as I remember or as people say? And I think the decision is, no, it's not. It's not that bad. Right, Liz? Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't say it is that bad. I mean, it opens strong. I mean, the fact that they included Boar at all was just like a, is a plus for me. But then, yeah, they just, again, they just leave and it's like, all right. There are some good moments in this. Like, honestly, there's a lot of good pieces. But when it all, it just drags for like yeah. so long. Way too long in the middle. And then, you know, Jane Foster basically goes to sleep in, the, in a chase scene. That's how much this movie was dragging. <laughs> and, um, like, I did not realize she did that, but she really does. She just goes to sleep while they're getting chased. Like Thor and Loki and her on the spaceship getting chased. She's like, good night. <laughs> I'm like, what? And she's asleep pretty much until, like, I don't know, like, for, like, five eight minutes like you know <laughs> time i was like oh i guess natalie portman couldn't film this when the scene was shooting <laughs> yeah we were making jokes that she's like kind yeah. of sleep through this scene yeah. and they're like fine <laughs> yeah that's funny um no no yeah because we started um I, we watched avengers age of ultron and then we nice. watched um, you know yeah because i was like you know wanda we we're watching wandavision and i'm like i, I kind of want to I, I don't like the wanda vision relationship in the mcu and I'm like, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. going to, you know, see how it started. I miss Pietro, too. And, um, yeah, enjoyed it all. And I even thought, you know what? I actually can see where Wanda and Vision could, this could have been romantic. Oh, if, man, you know, I, was, I was there from the beginning when he swoops in and saves her. And it, yeah, it, it was just like, moment. to me, like, yeah, I was like, oh, that, that's the moment. Those are the sparks. Yeah, it's more like he just saved the day. But the yep. way they just looked at each other, was like, oh, that's the cannon right there. That's the, can- that's the little moments right there. Yeah, yeah. Because then what yep. did we watch after that? Civil, not Civil then we War. Went, then we went back to Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, that's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which is like arguably my favorite. Arguably the best MCU film. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I a think good it's. One. I think it's my favorite. It's either I mean, that or like, Guardians. Too. Endgame has like the spectacularness of the ending, but Winter Soldier is a, is Marvel's best made movie. Yeah. Like film, best made film. Yeah. 
I could see that. And then didn't know. we we watch some? I thought we watched Civil War after this. Uh, or did we, we did start not watch it? Civil War. It was one with Zemo. I remember it was which one Zemo's in. That's that's Civil War. We, we started did, it. We I started, started it. it. That's, uh, barely, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> when you watch stuff with Liz, we start stuff and then <laughs> don't go back to it for like a yeah. couple days or weeks. We're months. still in letter season four of Letter Kenny. Yeah. Um, so oh, okay. Uh, it's good though. And then uh, I on my own watch Guardians two again. By the way, uh, so mm. yeah, cool. um, yeah, that's a good one. And cried. So yeah. <laughs> um, also, I remember what I was going to bring up. I actually told you earlier, Liz, but I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new manga on Shonen Jump called I Tell C, and it's only two chapters so far, so it would be super quick and easy to catch up. But, <laughs> but it's it's a murder mystery, and yeah. it's it's about a young woman who finds murderers and arsonists and all this, all these criminals by basically Sherlock style, like finding information about them. But in the process, she always falls in love with them and starts (laughs) stalking them. And half the time they turn themselves in because she creeps them out so much. (laughs) So she, she, every time she finds them, she doesn't want to arrest them because she loves them so much. And they're like, this girl's freaking crazy. And so there's a reason behind it. They deal with it like she has like a traumatic thing that made her that way. But it's excellent. It's I love it already. She almost and sounds like Toga. Yeah, yeah. Um, I compared it to something the other day, but I can't remember what it was. But it's it's just really, really good. It's totally check it out. It's only, like I said, it's only two chapters right now. And um, she works with two brothers who are detectives. And one of them disapproves of her methods. <laughs> so and so it's just great and i think they're kind of uh, they might end up being together in the end so yeah what was it called sorry the name i tell c the letter c oh, okay weird yeah all right yeah so but it is on the shonen app so um awesome okay so uh let's go ahead and go straight into our main subject today um Unless you guys had anything else you want to talk about before we start? No, no, I'm ready. Get ready. Okay, great. So we are going to be talking about the Vision Scarlet Witch run from 1985-1986 from Marvel Comics. Now, we are going to do our best not to spoil you on WandaVision as we talk about this. Okay. There's not a lot of bleed over between the two. Right. Um, but there, but it, it's the the situation is what makes it similar and why I think it's the biggest inspiration for those show. If there is one. So, um, so just fair warning, we might let slip little things, but the really big things we're probably not going to talk about. So, um, so, uh, first of all, I just want to kind of get a general impression of what you guys think. Uh, I'll start with Liz. What, what did you think? Cause I, I think you have a pretty strong opinion on this. Yeah, it was, I'm be honest. It was really hard for me to get through <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> the first like five issues oh man i was it was painful it took me like two days to even get through that uh it started to pick up you know towards the middle and become its own thing and it was kind of like somewhat enjoyable and then it ends all abruptly so you know 
Um, overall, uh, if I had a choice, I probably would not have finished it, but um, I did finish it. <laughs> and, you know, there, well, you there said was... that made, made it sound like I made you finish yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a choice. <laughs> we have content to make, Liz. <laughs> I, I definitely, yeah, I know, right? I'm like, I definitely felt pressure to finish it. I had to power through, um, but I did skim a lot in the first half because i was like this is too it actually made me be like i need i i appreciate manga so much just in general <laughs> the style because i got i was like t- i was pointing it out i'm like oh my god there were so many pages uh, there's a fight every issue and uh, pretty much and um they're all ridiculous and there's like just pages and pages and pages of dialogue while they're fighting like they're literally just posing and then there's like eight speech bubbles and i was like wow Comics have changed oh, yeah. a lot since the, the, the t- this time they were written. Um, that being said, a lot happened in every issue. I mean, more than, you know, it feels like when you read a comic, you know, and you're like, no, that was too short. Where's the next issue? I never felt like that with this one. I always felt like the story got wrapped up in one issue, which was kind of impressive. Um, and the letter column. The letter columns were hilarious. I read those letters every time and <laughs> had a good laugh. <laughs> she was reading them to me. It's pretty great. So again, letters have changed. Letters have changed since 1985. Okay, I definitely yeah. do want to go back to those. Yeah, Dude, we can like, talk about that a bit. Actually. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about know. that. Yeah. I want. I wanted to bring it up because I, I knew mm-hmm. you were going to. Uh, Jose, your general thoughts? Um, kind of the same as, as Liz. It's it's more, but more for like I need to prep myself when I need to go back and read old, old comics because yeah, they're very wordy in a sense where like they over-explain what's happening previous issues whether you've just read them or not like in or the, or they're describing the setting while it's happening it's just like yeah no comics have come a long way to to how they're written um but yeah no like i, I think we, when we first talked about doing this episode like that week after and we just kind of postponed it a, a little bit um that same week I, I, when it was like new comic book day uh, i went to uh, post some pictures and i found the trade for it so that's why i can't i i don't know what those letters are because you guys have read it on the app and mine doesn't have that oh. so i'm so curious what 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 letters were even back then like um so i'm excited for you guys to share on that on that part but as far as the overall story because i did get the trade i was able to read a little bit uh some extra bits like there is an original four a four issue mini of uh one of scarlet vision uh that kind of, i mean it does it doesn't it's not really super important to kind of read this to go into the 12 issue min, uh 12 issue run it's yeah. only like pretty much like the origins of the druid tome is kind of where he kind of came from there because he, he kind of comes off kind of comes back up in the later issues in the 12 issue run and then it, on the fourth issue or it, it does also set up the, the whole thing with um setting up simon wilson to be okay with the relationship with vision which we'll elaborate and then the other one it was um it ends with uh, Magneto. Mag- There's an issue of Magneto literally g- coming into a cabin, like in the snowy, like up in the mountains cabin, where um, this uh, cow woman who was mutated from the. What, who is it? <laughs> her the- name is Bova. Oh, yeah. But I mean, he calls her the cow woman the whole time. Does not call her yeah. by her whole name, but it's like the, the high revolutionary yeah. is the one that, that made her like that. Yeah. Uh, but he literally just like, I come here for, for answers. And it's like, um, maybe. And it's like, if you don't give them to me, bam, literally destroys the whole cabin. Now I will make you tell me. And it's like, uh, okay, your kids' names are, are Pietro and Wanda. Pietro and Wanda, I knew it. And he just like leaves the whole cabin destroyed. And then he later shows up being like, hey, Wanda, hey, Pietro, I just want to let you know that yes. I'm your dad and I just want to make everything okay. But it's like, yeah, he literally just caused like that whole thing over there. <laughs> it, was really, it, was, it was just interesting on Magneto. 
Uh, but other than that, like you know, uh, uh, going into the twelve issue, it was uh, it was it was entertaining. But at the same time, it was just like, oof. Or what we're so used to now is like you definitely have to prep to just like get very wordy. <laughs> like even like the yeah. the first the first issue on this one, it's uh, the giant size Avengers, where they do a double wedding. It's like it's a uh, Wanda literally goes goes to hell and back to retrieve uh vision you know and almost sets up the the conversation is like well if he went to hell that means he kind of has a soul even though he's a synthesoid and then like the other half of the story the other half of the very very worded story was uh swordsman's relationship with mantis and it was that wedding as well it was it was that long ago uh but man the the swordsman pages were just like oh my god dude just like take a breather (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's it was very mid 80s to do that Uh, yeah pretty much all throughout the 80s it was a lot of dialogue um, so that was kind of the style. Uh, what do you guys think of the art? Because there were obviously some things, but uh, personally, my favorite—I I really liked Wanda. The way they drew Wanda the entire time. Um, I don't know. I've always liked her character design. Um, I like the—I don't even know what you call it—headband. You know, the the yeah. non-mask mask. Yeah. I've always liked that. That's so unique, and that really stands her out really well. Um, there's a lot of detail to her hands. Mm-hmm. that you don't see in modern comics like it's just really nicely detailed design i really like that so um so in general how, how do you feel about the art we'll start with uh Jose this time uh no i actually liked it like this i feel like it's like the, the time in the 80s where it was like shifting to like not make them so campy or how it was in like like in the beginning of the golden age area like they actually try to give some details especially like you were saying like with the hands um uh, if anything, like with for Wanda, for me, it was like, it was actually her hair, like to get those curls out, especially because like they're they're doing like the the whole nickname like curly top and everything. So to just like emphasize like how badass her hair is, even though this is one fight where this is like a, a villain with like the water powers and she literally gets like washed away, and the next time you can actually see how it's just like they actually try to like wet it down, and then it slowly starts getting curly as, as it's drying out. But uh, but if anything, I actually uh, preferred Vision in this story, like him in casual clothes. And then to make it work, and I actually liked them throughout, throughout the whole time being like just in, in casual civilian wear. Yeah, definitely. What did you think about the design of the the Salem Seven, the the witches in the early half? Like, because they were all like brand new. Oh yeah. Basically. No, no, the, the, those are cool. I, I just like I liked how it kind of went everywhere, and like exploring that part was cool. Just like to be witches, because especially again going back to like that four issue mini. Um, I guess what kind of like. El- kind of came out of that story for Wanda was in order to kind of, when she faced the Tome Druid, it was like combining her hex powers with her, was it her mutant powers to her, her magic powers with her hex powers. And that, that's when she literally kind of discovered that her, that reality warping in that, in that part. Um, but now going into this one, like with the coven, it almost, it was funny. Cause like, they literally wanted to be like, all right, peace. We want to do our own thing, but because like, just, we still have to sell comics. And then we're just we're just talking about in story. I like how like the Marvel universe just couldn't let go of Wanda and Vision. They always they always just like come into them, just bug them. Because even like at one point Spider Man shows up. Um, but but no, like the whole coven, the design, the art is actually really cool. Especially because like they start going into like those like Salem witch trials or like the whole thing with Agatha. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Liz, what about yourself with the art? Um, it grew on me. I guess <laughs> uh, it was very consistent. Um. I don't know if there was anything I, I, I mean, you know, it was like, it was old, old eighties comic art. It made me appreciate Watchmen's art though, which I think was coming out at the same time. And I was like, Jesus, man, this comic must have been like <laughs> the Sistine Chapel compared to like what people were reading. But um, I did, uh, you know, it was, it's okay. It did its job. Um, it's old school comics art and it, you know, it, 
there's nothing about it I really dislike. There were some choices made that made me kind of laugh. Like, like okay, you know the Thanksgiving issue. That's where you Pietro comes with his wife and their baby girl Luna, right? <laughs> and Luna. Okay, just say, did you notice anything about Luna in this run? Because I sure did, and I found it so funny. She's That's so tiny. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm. 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 I found the issue, and it's like I'm going through yep. it. It's like, well, she's huge. Yeah. She's got like the headpiece, but like, what is it? Dude, she gets smaller every time he draws her. Oh my god! No, I literally just in the page, and it's like the house <laughs> is just like huge. <laughs> she gets tinier and tinier. Dude, she's like infant, newborn size. And this is like, you know, when you first meet her, it's like, oh, it's like a five-year-old or something. And then I was like, oh, is she like a two-year-old? And then she's like a doll. Oh and god. I'm like, how tiny does this kid gotta get? I wish and- I could just tell you to go to page two ninety-one. Just, but it's like we're reading different. Uh, yeah. medium right now yeah. oh my god her panel in this one where <laughs> and she's, she's like a little blob of, well she's like it's crystal sitting on the couch talking to i think like yeah. the, the guy oh, right. and she's, she's just like a couch. blob of, she's a blob of torso ahead yep. and the feet don't go the go don't go out the uh the yep. normal way it's like a doll it's a doll <laughs> it's <weird. laughs> i didn't notice that yeah, no, I bring, I mean, I zeroed in on a lot of details like that um, in this comic. Um, yeah, that that was so funny. And then, of course, when Wanda's uh, babies are born, that I had to put the, my phone down and just kind of absorb the, the faces that they chose to portray on those infants. But, um, yeah, you know, Wanda was drawn good. I think, actually, like all the women, I, I did kind of like, you know, like I said, it's like that old school. It's very old school comics, and it was kind of nostalgic. And the coloring was really vibrant. You know, yeah. um, I did like that. So all in oh, and then my favorite Captain America was in this version, eighty eighties Captain America, who is terrifying to look at, and he's gr- <laughs> like he has that weird grimace, square jaw smile all the time, and it always makes me laugh because um, when you're on Marvel Unlimited, it always asks you to rate the app. And it always uses that screenshot of Captain America reading a comic, and he's just like staring dead-eyed at the comic, <laughs> like with this weird plastered grin. It's it's eighties Captain America, so um, yeah, yeah. It, anyways, that it, it's okay. It, it is nostal- It'll make you feel nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, I do think though that I kind of prefer how the focus on these comics are definitely through the text. And not so much telling the story visually, I think, like you know, yeah. like, like, uh, but so that's kind of like, and I'm more of a person that prefers when comic art, you know, is more visual. I think, um, yeah, but yeah. So, uh, one thing about the art that jumped out at me, and this isn't a knock on this specific artist, this is a long-term choice um, that Marvel made, is just the design of Namor. <laughs> um, oh yeah it's great he's just how do he's i put Vito. this incredibly oriental on the face like almost offensively <laughs> like <laughs> like like and i say by the but let me let me add this southeast asian is what i mm-hmm. mean like just because it's not a specific region i can think of it's literally just that and so that's why most people think he should be played you know by someone of that descent yeah, but uh, even then, I'm like, oh, like the really high eyebrows, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I will say that was a weird choice I knew notice about this style of comic, like this this era of comics, is that eyebrows were drawn like just straight up use sometimes, 
It's weird. I don't like it, but they do it a lot, and I don't know why. Maybe that was just like like anime teardrop, you know, kind of like a shorthand thing. <laughs> I have no idea or if it's just yeah. a style choice, but um, yeah, he is ridiculous. Like he, his character design is – he's in Thanksgiving. He's like the only character that's not dressed except in his Speedo, which, you know, is in character, but it's also really funny to me. Like he's just walking around the house with his Speedo and little dainty wings on his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> could, like imagine him coming up and it's like hey namor you're wearing that it's like wait sorry what are you guys celebrating oh yeah i could not give a fuck about any of that so oh my yeah. god yeah i loved it. it was thanksgiving everybody was dressed up and he's in a speedo that's just amazing like <laughs> yeah and just, it's like snowing outside <laughs> and you don't give a fuck like it's so great um oh, man. so so yeah let's kind of launch into the, like the story we'll break it up into parts so we got the opening bit which it was a crossover with West Coast Avengers. Uh, West Coast Avengers was my first Avengers comic, actually. I love West Coast Avengers. And um, let me see here. So it, with this story, it's where we kind of like what Jose talked about a little bit earlier. We started dealing with Vision and uh, Wonder Man are both imprinted with the brain pattern of Simon Williams. Uh, so they're both technically the same person, but they're also very different in the end. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, Simon Williams has an older brother, Eric, who is the Grim Reaper. So this comic kind of throws you in the deep end right off the bat with lore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I can see where, like, um, where if you don't know a lot of this, it drops, you know, it drops you in a little too deep. And I get that. So, um, but yeah, it goes through that. And basically, it kind of sets up a, what is mostly the Vision's arc throughout this book, which is he's... He's a human! He screams, like, every issue. (laughs) I am a man! The Vision! No last name! Like, oh my... (laughs) That's good. Yeah, no last name. And so, yeah, but basically it sets it up he has a family now, and he's learning how to be a person, which is is kind of fun. Um, It it is kind of cheesy as well, because we got Necra and the Black Talon and the zombies, which Vision tries to phase through a zombie, and it hurts him, and all this stuff, like... The, the first two issues were kind of cheesy like that. Um, did but did like, you guys read the crossover issue of West Coast Avengers number two? Not this time, but I've read it before. I, oh, I, okay. I, I read West Coast Avengers a lot. It's one of my favorite books. Oh, my God. Like, uh, it's, a tie, it's basically like part two. So this should have been like a 13-issue series just for this one tie-in. Uh, this is really, really racist part from Grim Reaper. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it's, it's it's really fucking bad. So you know how he has uh yeah Necra and he and he, but he also has like Umbaku and the uh, the zombie guy uh, Black Talon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Liz. By the way, Liz Manape is Umbaku. By the way. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I don't so, know that is. <laughs> Green Reaper starts revealing a little bit a little bit too much of his plan, and then Umbaku oh. is like starts being like, "You're a madman, Reaper. Like you'll you'll pay for this." And so he le- he leaves like you know what I'm fucking out. And Grim Reaper just literally starts going, I'm about to say something really racist, so I'm literally just quoting. So he literally starts like, like starts getting a hissy fit, like, hissy fit next to Necker and be like, oh, do I hate spades? Literally on the page. And then Necker's, Necker's like, but Eric, I'm black, and I sense no hatred for what? me because they were just like making out on bed. And he's what like, don't, and he goes, don't say that. You're not black. You're a white woman. I'm an oh. I'm an albino. You're white. That's all that counts. You're unique. You're the purest white. I was like, what the fuck? End quote. End quote. No. Yeah. End quote. Oh so my end God. quote. It's I it was so bad. 
Yeah, I completely forgot this happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would have woke me up. I mean, I I was just skimming through those issues. I'll be honest. I, I remember who Mbaka was. I was like, oh wow, that he's different in the. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Holy crap! I didn't even know Nick. I knew she was an uh, albino, but I didn't know she was. Uh, I guess African American too. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't even know that character, but she, I went through simultaneously being like, like her. Okay, this if for anyone who doesn't know, like me, who she is. Um, my impression of these characters is Grim Reaper. Who cares? He's a he's a dude with a scythe for a hand. That um, and then he's dating this chick whose power is hatred. Like she's literally like powered by her hatred of everything. And uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that. She just gets super strength and magic apparently from her hatred and she just screams hate 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 like <laughs> like i'll be honest like like in the trade that i bought like in this moment this is literally halfway into the book like reading the the mini and the the extra big size and going into this one this, I, i'll be honest i was kind of like the same way as liz just mm-hmm. being like okay i'm reading this because like i have to and just like because same time it's just very wordy but this is the moment where it woke me up and it was like holy shit is it yeah. all gonna be like this from now on and i was just like, <laughs> i blew through it after this <laughs> Keith, why are you making us read a hate crime <laughs> oh oh and we get some more choice moments later yeah so. no that's funny now i feel bad for necra necra you deserve better you don't have to put oh yeah no totally you go yeah. you get you dump him <laughs> well, she's um, in control of the relationship in the end so true <laughs> So, so that all happens. That's honestly just I, I. It's a the thing they used to do where they would do the issue one was part of a crossover with a with a bigger book mm-hmm. to make it you know sell more. So I think that's all that really was was mm-hmm. like, oh, you like Avengers West Coast? Well, you better buy, you know, Vision Scarlet Witch number one and two, so you know what's going on. Yeah, literally like, at the know. end of this issue on the bottom is like to be to be concluded in two weeks um, in Wonder yeah. and Vision Scarlet Witch two for this little storyline. Obviously, going to continue. And then yeah. next to it, and for West Coast Avengers number three, you'll meet the sixth Avenger. You'll never guess who it is, just to come back, go back to that one too. Uh, can, can we talk about just how many editors' notes there are in these issues? Like, I know oh again, that's God, not yes. old school comics thing, but like literally, it's like every other page. You got the editor in here, like whatever they're talking about, it'll reference the comic that you know the whatever situation they're talking about. And again, I'm just thinking like, God, this is why people don't want to read like these comics. <laughs> you would think they would do it more now because it's been more history. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, I, I, I mean, in some ways I kind of appreciate it. I think it was useful, especially for, you know, if you're buying the comics every week. But I'm also like, how is a new reader supposed to get it? Like for me, if this was like something I picked up, uh, I don't know if I would have made it to, you know, issue uh, to, to the to West Coast Avengers number three or whatever they're Thing, yeah. like to figure it out but um yeah well, there was a lot like there was it was a lot it was like to the point where there was just as many editor notes in these issues as there were speech bubbles it felt like a, a big part of that was uh comics were much smaller then as far as like popularity mm-hmm. so it, it was more intimate so the editors talking directly to the audience was like like talking to you you know what i mean yeah nice. um and the other thing is, because it wasn't the comics weren't doing super great in the eighties, they were literally trying to get you to go to the comic store and buy these other issues. That's all it was. <laughs> so, oh man, I gotta find out that reference they just made to some event or character yeah. like Necro. You can't just like, Google it, you know. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. it's a slippery slope because in that issue, we'll have other editor notes. Yes, yep. yes, I know. <laughs> That's, the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. That's the plan. Oh, plane. And spoiler with Avengers West Coast Thing is a member. 
And then you're like, ooh, I want to read some Fantastic Four now. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, awesome. Okay, so that's the first arc. It's only two issues. It's pretty simple, straightforward. Oh, wait, you forgot uh, the most important part, right? Isn't that the arc where they quit the Avengers? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. The very beginning of the show, yeah. or the, the <laughs> issue, they quit the Avengers, which is actually one of my favorite scenes. Um, basically, they're going to take Vision apart, and it's Henry Peter Guy, because of course it is. And Wanda's like, no, you're not. And he's like, all all Avengers answer to me. And she's like, well, we're not Avengers. And just hucks their membership cards <laughs> in his face, basically. It's just like a gangster. And then they leave. And then there's actually that really cool, uh, one of my favorite pieces of art in the entire series is in that first issue, with that full page shot of them in the elevator kissing. Mm-hmm. Like, I really love that. Like, that's just cool. That's 80s comics in like a nutshell. I love it. So, uh, yeah, but so yeah, so, yeah, Wanda, they, they quit. Their jobs and they move to New Jersey, buy a house. That, that's what's going on in the midst of all this chaos and backstory and editor's notes. <laughs> like yeah. that's so, what WandaVision is doing. So that's what ties it to WandaVision is you know kind of like telling the suburban story of two you know heroes that are just retired. Basically, obviously, it's very different to WandaVision. So kind <laughs> of um, yeah. So the second arc has them dealing with the witches of New Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, so New Salem is exactly what you think it would be by its name, a a new city of witches of 666 witches for the record. Metal. So that brings me actually to the point I want to ask us way about because I know he has an opinion on this. This is the 80s, right? Yes. And the 80s, there was a lot of like fear mongering and hating of the other in the 80s. Yeah. There was so much occult and Wiccan references in this. <laughs> and most of them were positive. Like, like me and Liz were talking about later on, Wanda takes on a student and teaches her witchcraft. And her parents are like, we're so glad you're teaching her. We like this. And I'm like, how did this fly in the 80s? So I was going to say, what, what do you think? Because it's a lot of like I mean, I don't want to say it's Wicca, but a lot of it's going to be based on actual Wiccan beliefs and stuff like yeah. that, like pagan beliefs. So, what did you think of that? Because I wanted to know your reaction. Well, just the fact that they were able to get, get away with it, it was a plus for me. And yeah. it was, and, and you're right, it wasn't even just like let's just hide it because it's a bad thing to do. It's like no, it's like I, I like that it was be- because it's Wanda, and when in this case she's a mentor to that student, it's like they treat it in like in this like in a in a lighter light you know it's um but at the same time with like with the villains that's there but it's, it's never really that bad i mean it's mostly because i guess i favor it which is why i was just really yeah. into it uh but no it's just like being it being a part of this comic it's just like it, i think it's one of the parts that made me appreciate it way more um yeah. just, just the fact that it was included it wasn't being talked down to especially because they're right during the times and then like the early 90s it just got way out of hand and its own thing but here it was just like you know, like maybe it's almost like to if you're going to show it around or if adults are going to look at it, it's not going to be like, yep, there's another book with witchcraft. Like my my kids are going to fall down that slippery slope, too. They can look at it and be like, all right, this isn't as bad. Or if they're just going to be skimming at it, it's not going to be very apparent. Yeah. And I like that. Like the people that were against her being a witch, mm-hmm. like in town, they're very much the bad guys. They're very much portrayed as the bad guys for not having, you know the you know not giving them a chance to prove themselves as people you know, right like, with the that's the, so anti-80s it just makes <laughs> me laugh so hard like yeah as my i didn't think and not that i wasn't gonna like them i thought they're gonna be more cheesy but i ended up liking like the 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 magician couple like, the, oh, was the 
uh, illusion and illusion. Yeah, glamour and illusion. The, the names are very like on the '80s, just being like, okay, you can pick any other more clever name. But like as characters, though, I actually did like they're very much like the townspeople and be like to defend them. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, I just thought that was so fun and out of place in the '80s. Like you know, just like oh yeah, well, we're, like, yeah, we're, we're gonna, gonna, and, it, and they didn't even like like doctor strange it where they're like yes it's magic but don't worry it's not the magic that you worry about with your kids you know what Ex- I mean? like, oh exactly no they're so right on there but at the same time it was just like if if they're gonna do this book or whoever like i mean like the team that got down to this book is like we have 12 issues to do this uh we're really gonna separate ourselves from the mu meanwhile this seems like the mu didn't want to separate themselves from one envision uh that be, like it was almost like let's actually rewrite these characters how they're meant to be like like let's let's set some vision straight let's set wanda straight and then so we can actually play with them like right like how they should be instead of just bouncing back and forth on like what ifs like i just like yeah. so i think that's what they're going for and it's like when they're talking about scarlet witch in this part it was just like we're calling her a witch every single time let's fucking double down on that and like make it real make it so so that people can believe that she really is a witch and let's actually use the lore and the occult and but it was respectful you know yeah definitely um so yeah so the second arc yeah is dealing with these witches basically they need to sacrifice wanda and vision to i think it was the sun god as part of like the uh the fall equinox and stuff so they kidnap them you find out this is the village that agatha harkness wanda's uh mentors from and uh obviously they fail our main characters don't die in issue three um so yeah, they get free, um, and then this is when we get introduced into the fun part of Vision is like, we should have babies. And she's like, you're basically a vibrator. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know, I'm just saying like, for, for, for all genetic purposes. Yeah, she well, she's like, he doesn't oh, have genes. <laughs> no, no, that's the best part. He's like, oh well, she's like, oh, I guess we could look at adoption, and he's like, no, I want bio kids, and he's like, you're a you're you're a witch, like you got the power, just do it, and she's like, uh, I don't know if I can create life, you know, <laughs> but like immaculate conception here, um, but then she does, and they're pregnant, and yeah, that's that's yeah. the best part, and I mean, let's talked about this extensively and i thought it was great is he's just like yeah we could totally try to have kids and then literally in the next issue she's like thank god that thing we did worked and made kids like just like (laughs) (laughs) like off screen over here (laughs) i thought she said that uh it was because she's channeling the power of the coven and she just made a wish and it worked yeah that's right yeah yeah it was literally like the best part was it it was just gonna be like hey like literally they found out off screen technically i guess Mm -hmm. yeah that's and and so she literally was like maybe i have enough magical power to make babies and then she just has babies she's just Mm -hmm. pregnant all of a sudden between issues so like there's a big chunk of the story already that was really funny already setting up a house of them (laughs) yeah yeah pretty much 
yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was funny. That was cool, I guess. Like, it was, and what's cool to me is how just no character reacts. Like, Doctor Strange comes by to do a checkup on her, and he's like, yeah, you're pregnant. And she's like, wow, you know, what are the implications of this? Like, me creating, you know, <laughs> like, life, uh-huh. basically, <laughs> like a squad. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, magic is magic, and a lot of things can't be explained. It's all right. He's like, messed with the laws of nature. I mean, it's cool. And then he just flies away. And it's like, what? <laughs> okay. Well, geez, if Doctor Strange said it was cool, but <laughs> yeah, no, nobody cares. It's not like earth shattering. Like nobody's like, how did Wanda get pregnant? Nobody asks. Nobody brings it up. Pretty, I think Pietro might have brought it up, but that's it. No other character even reacts. They're just like, congratulations. <laughs> Which, I guess you know, you could say maybe that's how people should react. But it, but it would just be like, I mean, you know. But how? <laughs> yeah, like, like it's like, oh, you guys doing like IVF or you know, t- tell me the details. And she's like, no, just it's uh, like, it's all visions. We're, we're all at a house party, and someone's like, I'm yep. pregnant. We're all kind of like just side eyeing each other and not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think Pietro was the only one who asked who's the father, and she's like, Vision, of course. Aha. And Pietro's like, no, really, who's the father? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, funny. It's um, yeah. yeah. So fourth issue is the first time we get kind of the marital bliss and like suburban lifestyle stuff, which is good. Uh, I love this. The other thing I meant to mention during the intro is this is very similar to romance comics um, that were made for a long time, um, except with the superhero twist, you know. Um, but like like the the nurse characters and all these characters that Marvel used to put out, they used to do these like romance tales. And it, I always thought that was kind of cool. And I like, I've read a couple and I really dig them. And um, of course, none of them popped in my head except for the nurse ones. Um, oh, the Millie the Model. That was another one. Um, and actually, Hellcat, Patsy Walker, started off not as a superhero, but as a romance comic. And then they decided to recycle the character and give her powers, by the way. She needs to come back. She's great. So, um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, we get Doctor Strange being like, yeah, you're pregnant, all right. And she's like, yeah, like Liz said, what's the implications? I don't know. We'll see what happens, basically. <laughs> and so we get a gr- local like, clan meeting, basically. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm a doctor, but not that kind of doctor. Yes, you are. <laughs> exactly. And then, yeah, we get a bunch of locals meeting up, being like, we're going to screw with these people. And then that's when we meet Glamour and Illusion. And uh, I like how the comic wants us to think that they are, they could be bad guys. Oh, like they kind of tease it, and I'm like, look at how they're dressed. They're obviously on the efficient side of this argument. <laughs> like, like they're gonna show up in those capes and be like, "Yeah, get out of our town, freaks!" <laughs> like, so um, this town ain't big enough to birth two freak couples. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, glamour and illusion is their name. So, um, but yeah, and then a scene that Liz pointed out. Where Vision just creeps on the entire town and walks through all the walls. <laughs> so <laughs> like... funny. No, what I like most about this is like the 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 angry mob is like, we don't want Avengers living here or freaks, mutants, you know, and Tin Men because they're gonna do X, Y, and Z. And then Wanda and Vision proceed to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, you know, I mean, maybe the HOA here has kind of got a point. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. So we find out that Norm. Is the good guy in town. 
Oh, you got to tell Norm is. Norm is the realtor in issue one that sold them their first house before I guess it got destroyed off, well, in another issue. I don't know. I saw the editor's note. It got destroyed. And yeah. then this is their second house, which I'm like, oh, okay. So, so this town's already been attacked because of them, is what you're saying. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Again, literally the thing the angry mob was like, don't sell Norm. But yeah, Norm is the realtor there. And um, Liz, what is Liz, this? You, do you have the comic pulled up on your phone right now? Um, yeah, but not well, which issue? <laughs> issue four. Um, uh, turn to page 17 if you're on issue four. So uh, let me know when you're there. Yeah, so Norm is their realtor, and he's in that group of guys that want to like take them down but he's like no they're good people and i personally think he just really wanted the commission but sure whatever yeah i'm um, on the shoe 17 okay that kid in the stroller oh jeez, yeah another kid wow that kid is a monster track <laughs> Holy crap. like luna is like doll size and this kid who's like looks to be wearing a diaper and is being pushed in the stroller is like a seven-year-old size so. i was on the same page uh it, it, it looks like a middle-aged man shrunk down to look like a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I actually wanted to point out the the next panel. Like, Wanda just looks so beautiful in that panel. Like, that was such oh, a great yeah, drawing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She always looks so great. But that fucking kid is just way too big for that stroller. <laughs> I, I was listening, listening to Liz, all the Avengers that have been romantically entangled with Wanda. And she's like, wow, everybody's into Wanda. I'm like, look at her. <laughs> like, I was like, who wouldn't be? So Even uh, Clint, Clint Barton, when he came yeah. back from the dead... Uh, oh. his first mission was to want to go kill her because she killed him and because she was already like mind weapon and didn't remember anything from House of M he was just like I'm going to sleep with you and bounce and that's my revenge even he <laughs> did that I mean that's not, that's not exactly what happened but yeah <laughs> so, but yeah anyways yeah Norm Norm yeah. the realtor so, yeah so Norm's the realtor he's a good guy is what we get um, Vision comes across glamour and illusion and just assumes they're bad guys attacks them uh, and then this Avenger gets taken out by two stage magicians, by the way. Like, <laughs> magic stage magician. Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, okay, but, you know, they have powers, they reveal. I get, they literally yeah. have Vision's powers in different forms. Yeah, so but it, it, Dr. Doom. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, just, yeah, they, they, they got the... He's retired, Keith. He, he's out of practice. <laughs> That's true. Didn't yeah, they can... Happen? What was that? Didn't two secret wars already happen too? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, I guess they have the power to change their molecules. Uh, she, Glimmer can change the molecules of her body. I think. I think that's Glimmer. I don't know the yeah. the woman one, Glamour, and then Mister. Yeah, Glamour. Sorry, and um, Illusion. He's the he can touch something and change its molecules. Which basically just means they can literally just like reshape it, I guess, her body and, and whatever he touches. O only though for like 60 seconds. It's a very specific time, they said. It's like 60 seconds. He can pick something up and change its properties for 60 yeah. seconds. And then that's it. And I'm like, oh, man. So it's like, I just think like, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the louisiana hero gambit i was like man his power has already sound cooler than this guy's but... <laughs> his power's already cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> that louisiana hero oh my yeah God. i couldn't think i was like you i was just, thinking, I, you just <laughs> broke me <laughs> I, was, I was thinking i was thinking um cable i was like it's ca cable cable that's in my head and i'm like don't say cable it's not cable it's something else <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so the issue ends in a really great fashion where Wanda basically tells all the dudes off. And my favorite thing was she tells them that she's pregnant, 
And they're like, oh, we're not going to hurt a pregnant woman. And that was it. It wasn't like they're like, you're right. We were being racist. <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, we better not hurt a pregnant woman. We draw the line. We'll see you in eight months. <laughs> we're the biggest. Is, our principal, we're pro-life, so you're good. The quote is literally, I still don't like having witches here, but she's right. You can't hate a pregnant woman. <laughs> and I've hated pregnant women before, so that's not true. Hashtag. So, I'm still racist, but I, 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 you're, you're all right right now. Yeah. You got nine months to be all right. You have that kid out. We're, we're going to fucking talk. <laughs> like, I'll be back here with a burning cross in your yard. So, um, so yeah, then we go on and yeah, we get to, we get the, the issue with vision and glamour and illusion where he sees their performance. Then we finally get our first appearance of Quicksilver, who Yay. fun fact is one of Liz's favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, even uh, before the movies. <laughs> but not in this series. Not in the series. This series is not canon. <laughs> <laughs> so he basically tells, or he lives on the moon with the Inhumans at this point. So once again, more lore dumping on you. And she basically tells him, "Hey, I'm pregnant," and he's like, "Uh, that's not possible." Basically, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, basically she tells him, and he's like, the Vision's not the father, of course. It's like, I like how he's like, who you been fucking Wanda? <laughs> like, so. No judgment, but uh, also I love how they drew up. Okay, so. The smile. The smile. <laughs> it's the creepiest <laughs> face I've ever seen. In my I just don't know what they were going for. Was he like trying to force himself to smile? Like what was going on in the decision? I mean, it just is so weird looking. It looks, he looks. Because he's angry looking in every other panel. And then there's just this weird, like, I love you, my sister. And it's just like, yeah, it is off. It is off. And then he's back to normal the next panel. (laughs) Yeah. So this whole issue, Wanda is sent to hell, basically. And (laughs) to try to rescue Agatha Harkness. And Vision is working with Glamour and Illusion to, uh, to destroy this spell book to bring her back. And there's this really really contrived way to find this spell book that made me laugh so fucking hard because it was burnt but not completely destroyed and glamour and illusion like with our powers we can find every molecule of it as long as we have one molecule to use and so he has to find a molecule in the spell book he goes to their house where it was destroyed originally then he remembers that some kids smelled like smoke or some woman smelled like smoke or something and then Went and found her, and the cloak she was wearing happened to not be washed in a year, and happened to have a fragment of the book in it still somehow. That he was able, to, it was just excellent. Um, meanwhile, I know, I know, I gotta point out there's a dick on page 14 of this issue. Oh, yeah, I was actually about to talk about that page. Thank you. Okay, okay. Um, Wanda uses her hex bolts with her hands next to each other, so. The part where she's blasting looks like balls. So, yeah. <laughs> and there's a shaft coming out of those balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I like zero it in. I was just like, hmm. <laughs> How'd that get past the editor? <laughs> <laughs> so Wanda in Hell meets some old friends like Dark Phoenix and Korvac and Dracula. <laughs> like, And just, yeah, she's basically being like harassed by these dudes. And then Vision, Glamour, and Illusion, they destroy it. Da, da, da. She comes back. Everything's oh, Wanda's great. costume gets uh, sexy ripped up. You know, like where they rip up a woman's outfit, but like in a sexy way. Gets sexy ripped up. It sexy becomes a two-piece? Yeah. 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 
so that issue is pretty great. Uh, then we get into a series that uh, the middle series of this that I like to call the holiday specials. <laughs> so yes. so that one that one was the Halloween one, and keep in mind this is when comics basically came out once a month, no matter what. So if you want to do a Halloween special, it's going to be the November issue, you know, and the next one's going to be the Christmas one. So, uh, so we have a we have a Thanksgiving special, and they're doing Thanksgiving at their house, and the guests are. This is my favorite uh, issue, by the way, of the series. <laughs> yeah, is it? The guests, <laughs> the guests are Pietro, with his wife Crystal and daughter Luna, who is teeny tiny and has me- page and, to page. and has metamorphosis powers. Yeah, the yeah. incredible shrinking child. <laughs> Doctor Strange talking to Simon Williams' mother. Why? I don't know. Uh, Captain America and Namor and Wasp. Single and ready to mingle Wasp, I wish to point out. Uh, <laughs> Glamour and Illusion. And Norm. Yeah. <laughs> story really there. It's Norm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and um, then your special guest on who's on the cover. The mutant who came to dinner. <laughs> yes. So as they're all gathered, there's a knock at the door and who's there? But Magneto. Bum, now, bum. now, me and Josue probably feel very differently about this because we have a lot of emotion attached to Magneto. Yeah. We've also seen his re- redemption arc, which has been incredible. Yeah. So, as someone who hasn't, Liz, what do you think of him showing up? Is it inappropriate? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so funny. He's all in his little sweater and like his knitted sweater, the cables, and like he's just like, Hi, it's your dad, you know, and it's like it's the dad that you're not on great terms with, who was a really crappy dad, you know, distant father. And of course, you know, your brother is just like, What the hell is he doing here? Why didn't you tell me? And she's like, What? I invited him. He's our father. You know, he, he's not been on good behavior. And like Pietro, <laughs> it's just made everything awkward and then the whole time they keep cutting to magneto being like hmm why don't they forgive me and like me more and and it's like and he's like oh it's because i'm an asshole (laughs) it's like and it's like he he still thinks like because like you're right he kind of sees as like we should be cool now like last Mm -hmm. time they saw me was again like issue four of the original miniseries where he kind of made a little act of terrorism, but then, but it was really cool. Next, like, kind of showcasing his power, he flies all the way to the moon uh, to kind of break into the Inhumans' royal palace because that's where he knew that Wanda was going to be at with Pietro to let them know that he was her dad. So, and they had a moment, and then now apparently he seems like we should be cool. Like, what the fuck's up with this party? <laughs> right? I know he gets really butthurt about it, and Pietro, of course, is like, "I hate you." And- <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite bits about this is the page where he walks in and introduces himself. Mm-hmm. There's a panel at the bottom and Namor's face. It's one of my favorite drawings yeah. I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Namor looks like, uh, like he's literally Dis- making the most disgusted. Disgust face. is the only word. He's just so disgusted by the situation. And he's got his fist raised like he's gonna go beat Magneto. Like Cap, they're shaking too. Look, I was gonna shaking. say that Cap has fists ready, but Namor his are shaking. <laughs> yeah, like son of a bitch. What is he doing here? <laughs> I just love it. My favorite thing though is like Captain America's like immediately chill with them. Like, hey man, what's my hey, I'm off duty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a bizarre uh thing. And I'm sorry, I'm just like again, Luna, the very first page of this issue, she's like cute, you know, she's normal five year old kid size in Pietro's arms, and then begins the shrieking. <laughs> no. Just, like, There's page. nothing more disturbing 
mm-hmm. then page seven when Luna's sitting on the couch talking to Norm, or, or Chris is on the couch talking to Norm. Look at Luna in her lap. That's well, that's what I was talking name. about. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's just... horrifying. She, she's that standing. Like... She's yeah. sitting upright, but her feet are, are like if she was laying down. Like yeah. heel, heels are up, and she, that's not right. Chris her, she's like her head looks like Big Barda. Like she's <laughs> fucking gigantic. Like. And she's like, oh my god, Crystal's like, the inhuman genes are strong with this one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this is an issue where it's like, if you have a chance to read it, this is the one to read because I, I it's so funny. And it's honestly like, I mean, I know we're making fun of like Luna shrinking, but it's like, it's honestly good art. Like it's, it is good. It's just, there's like this, it just makes you laugh. Like a lot of the stuff, like in this panel that we're talking about, you know, it's a crowd scene with Crystal sitting on the couch with Norm. Holding Luna, and then um, you know all the other characters are all in the back, and Pietro is oh yeah, he's like having a little bitch fit, and um, with talking to Wanda, a, a million lines of dialogue at the top of the page, and then there's just Magneto sulking in the very bottom corner, looking like, not talking off to screen by yeah. himself, by himself, just mad, and it's just, <laughs> and all the heroes are in their costume, even though it's Thanksgiving dinner, they're all in costume, and um. Oh yeah. Also, this is uh, where they start bringing the whole militia storyline to Pietro. I guess Pietro, you know, he's a mutant and he lives on the moon with the Inhumans, and he feels like they look down on him, which is probably true for not being an Inhuman. And um, yeah, so he started a militia, I guess, like training the civilians. And literally every time Pietro's on screen, literally they're just like, "Oh, you know, you're spending so much time with that militia," or "Oh, how's your militia?" You know. St- stuff going like it's his like after school activity like, you know, it's like, identity is that yeah well it's like it's like they talk about it to him like yeah like it's his little like cute little club he goes to you know like his little hobby <laughs> group you know with his dude his bros he hangs out with it's so patronizing and i'm just like yeah no wonder pietro is like freaking insane in the series but i did like that you know he at least in this issue him and wanda are getting along and yeah. um you know here's what i wanted to point out where like you, you were talking about like if, if how this wasn't that much of an issue with the whole occult stuff a few issues ago and yeah. i and i just like actually like that how it was just like treated and then my red flags were actually in this issue where like that panel on that page we're talking about that the bottom panel with like the kind of like a whole last supper kind of pose like how did that kind of get by no i was actually going to point out this panel because looking at it of everybody present, there's only two people not in the picture. And it's Magneto and Simon Williams' mother. Like, were they just chilling, talking while everybody else was posing? Like, I was just imagining that conversation where he's just like, so what are your powers? She's like, oh, I'm a human. He's like, <laughs> just yeah. walks off. Uh, <laughs> like, um, why, is, why is humans here? Healthy flat skin. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. I do like that Norm is also getting served, and it's just like, God. Norm is the worst. <laughs> this um, so, uh, and then the best part is, is that I hate Norm, but I love Namor. And mm. this point, this reminding me of this. Namor literally goes to Wanda. He's like, you know, I used to want to bang you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. He's like, I used to fantasize about a uh, house getting together, and it's just like, dude, what? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're a, I'm in the 80s man but it's like you're a guest she's married she's pregnant and you're just like yeah you know hey 
if you ever, uh, you know, if you ever want to try something new. <laughs> it, it, it is Namor. Like, like I imagine like Vision being like, well, that's not really appropriate. Namor would be like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Namor. <laughs> I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I do also like that in that the Last Supper pose, um, everybody's getting food and Namor is just pouring, like, Pour I guess, wine. Drink. Yeah, Man, just drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and um yeah there was a there, this issue was a lot of fun i i yeah, did i actually yeah. this, this is the issue i read all the way through i didn't skim any of it and um another really funny moment is when vision is uh talking to captain america and namor and they're like hey you know okay so i didn't know this but i guess the vision's body is the original human torch from the 40s yeah. so this so vision is a character that is inhabiting the dead body of the human torch mechanical you know body and he's got the soul of another dude simon williams and uh or the personality sorry not the soul so mm -hmm. i mean it, it's very weird and i was just thinking like it's got to be weird for like captain america and namor to see their friend's body being like puppeted around by you know this program well it looks nothing like it did before so i think it's okay <laughs> Yeah, but still, like they they talk about it, and I think they talk about it in the next issue. And I was just like, that's a weird thing to bring up, Namor. Um, but that did lead to one of my favorite favorite scenes in the series too, in the next issue. Um, yeah. Which, if we're ready, I guess we can jump to that. I don't know. There's not well, much that happens. Well, Luna. We have to and... set up the end of it too, because oh, at yeah. the end, Magneto's about to leave. Yes. And then he sees something and comes back, and he's like, "Vision, I need you and Pietro." And basically, oh, they're getting attacked right. by the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yes. <laughs> which includes Quicksilver, for the record. And so Quicksilver gets bitched out by his own duplicate. Of course he does. <laughs> like, uh, it's so great. I like that they have to do that to Quicksilver in stories because he's so powerful that they have to take him out first. Or even like saying that there's no way around it. Yeah. Yeah, the question is, like, well, why doesn't Quicksilver just run really fast and solve it? You know, like, that kind of thing. Yeah, that is my question, and I hate it. I hate that they use this to just, like, it makes him a bitch. Like, you know, it's like, he shouldn't be. God, thank God for uh, Evan Peters' performance in the new movies. I'm like, I feel like How Quicksilver dare you? finally <laughs> starting to get. No, no, hey, Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson is great, too. But, I mean, you know, Joss Whedon only let him have, like, 15 minutes of screen time before he murdered him. Yeah. So I would have loved to have more Aaron mm. uh, Taylor Johnson, but you know, yeah, you're you're a trash Quicksilver is my Quicksilver, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. kind of like, get into the movie and actually watch deleted scenes of him that are actually great and then should have been part of the movie. Yeah, I'm just talking about though. I'm glad that like in the new X Men films, they actually made Pietro like they let Pietro be powerful. <laughs> you know, like they gave oh, him yeah. a moment and they showed like, yeah, this is a great power to have, and honestly, he should not crapped upon like he is in the comics but then they had to write him off every time he did something yeah well like, you know i'm gonna go home now guys like I'm yeah gonna... <laughs> yeah or just straight so. up be like 99 and what is like miss uh g just like breaks his rib or something he's just like okay i go sleep now sleepy time off ski <laughs> sleep now um am sleep uh so and then this is when we get the reveal of arguably the big bad of the series who is it? Is it Magneto? <laughs> is it Mastermind? Is it Dark Quicksilver? No, it's Toad. It's the fucking Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Toad. And it's so great. And this leads up to one of the best moments of the book, and we're going to get there, I promise you. Uh, basically, his whole thing is he's in love with Wanda and always has been. And he actually uses the line, I think, in the next issue where he says... I may be ugly, but at least I'm real. 
Which is so great, so self-deprecating. Also, I love Magneto saying the toad. That pitiful excuse for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, they crap on the toad. It's great. Vision's <laughs> like, what? I forgot that guy even existed. <laughs> like, what's his powers again? <laughs> like, yeah, jump literally. <laughs> Pietro's just and kicks. Actually, Pietro uh, kicks everybody's ass, which is great. Uh, that was the great Pietro saves the day, and I'm like, great. This is the I only issue Pietro's close. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He does that by changing, his, knocking out other Pietro, changing into that one's clothes, and then uh, betraying, you know, Toad and everybody else, knocking them all out. And then he changes back, like, changes back in his old outfit. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that's like, it's just so funny. I'm just, just thinking of Pietro getting changed in another dude's outfit. Like, I don't know, in the middle of a battle. <laughs> like, oh, Pietro. Why does Marvel hurt? hurt me so <laughs> so and at the end of this is when wanda decides to take on a witchcraft student so that's great oh yeah yeah like her so, her apprentice uh this next one is actually the the issue i read first as a kid um i got this and then had to hunt down the rest of the series to figure out what was going oh, on oh cool so um man I mean, you must have been so confused like when does the toad come in <laughs> yeah so it opens with a really cool scene with Captain America and Namor training at Avengers Mansion and Vision just fucking bombs in. He's like, sup guys? And they're like, what the hell? And then Namor gets distracted and it's just funny. It's like, he's literally like, don't interrupt us like that. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't let things distract you, Namor. And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> like, <laughs> Namor just pops a blood vessel, but no, they don't bring it up. I told this, <laughs> one of my favorite panels in this yes. entire series. Yes is Jarvis bringing them their order because they, they, the way they phrase this technically blah, 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 but Butler Jarvis needs no official card to admit him just as he now needs no word to know what each of the three men retiring the mansion's library wants for refreshment. <laughs> Whole milk for Captain America, <laughs> cold spring water for Namor and nothing for vision. <laughs> yep. he, he knows that vision's order is nothing <laughs> like that is. That's the best. Like, the best part like, is, if I recall Jarvis? correctly, you'd want nothing. Is that yes. correct? <laughs> like, it's like, thank you, Jarvis. Like, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. yeah, no, the whole, the, the gold, the cup of whole milk is just, <laughs> and then Captain, it just drinks it, he sips it. He's going to go back man. down there and fight and throw the shield around and do somersaults and shit <laughs> to whole milk. Oh, God. Yeah. And this is what I'm like, why is it not alcohol? Like, that, that's the difference between the MCU and, <laughs> and the old yeah. comics. It's like, that would totally be like some fancy cocktail for, you know, gin for Captain America. Or but it's honestly, it, it, it's shit like this, uh, that why in Age of Ultron, the, the language bit is actually really funny because it's just like, it's shit like this of the whole milk with Captain America. Yeah. yeah. Also, I like when they talk, they're talking about the Human Torch, the original Human Torch. Mm-hmm. How even even though they're just doing exposition, Namor can't help but make excuses as to why he would lose. <laughs> like he says, of course, his being an android explains why I lost to him on rare occasions. Like it's so <laughs> great. Like Namor's the best, like forever. Um, so, anyways, yeah. So that happens, and then uh, Vision meets with tells this- everybody he's a human being and he's yeah. vision no last name <laughs> <laughs> he meets with he meets with the the copycat mastermind um that was captured from toad 
And Liz loves the fact that it's just a pair of pants running around because it's only half of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this and is they, onward. <laughs> and it frees the Toad, and Toad teleports up to his spaceship. Yes, that's right. Toad has a spaceship. Oh no! Wait, sorry. The best thing about the pair, like, okay, so yeah, the body gets blasted in half, so it's just his bottom half, like legs, you know, running around. But he's still talking. <laughs> like, there's still dialogue coming out of those that the crotch. So there's it's like there's speakers. There's everywhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, Toad gets up into a spaceship and Vision's like, I must stop him. So he gets he gets in the spaceship, right? And just the visuals inside the spaceship tells me they traveled quite a long way. Yeah. From the Earth. Okay, quite a long way. This is my favorite one of my favorite jokes about this is uh Vision and Toad fight. We're not gonna get into the details because it's really not important. Um <laughs> He ejects Vision, but Vision destroys the spaceship behind him. And then Vision's just floating. Like, he can see the Earth, but it's it's a good ways away. And he's like, man, half a million miles from Earth. Guess I better blast my little laser beam out of my head and fly backwards. <laughs> Amazing. Just like... Is that how like... lasers and propulsion works? <laughs> well, they do make a point that Vision uh, apparently made... Like, he transform. He can change his uh, mass... It's- so yeah. he makes it like the mass of a light beam, and then, but yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's him okay, that, flying backwards, powered by his little forehead laser. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess that has force. I mean, we so, can establish the laser has I, I force. Saying, it makes him lighter, lighter, but he's still shooting out light. And I, I'm just, I, I mean, well, I'm it's not obviously not light. light. Okay, it's maybe it's heat because he does have a he has like <laughs> eye lasers, you know. Uh, he, he did cauterize his own arm. That's true. Yeah, so it must be a heat source, or, and he's using it like a tiny little combustion engine to just force his way back. Comics. <laughs> so, so Vision goes to New York, gets on a spaceship, flies a f- good distance from Earth, flies back under his own propulsion, burns up on reentry, but is fine, <laughs> and makes it home before dinner. Yep. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, I love it. I don't want to give him crap. Because it's the 80s. She's like, oh, where you been? You couldn't have caught... And he's like, sorry, Wanda, there's no telephone in space. I'm like, <laughs> could have called. And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. and then they end up on the couch, and it's a cute little shot. And then we get the revelation to end all revelations. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think that Liz cared more about than anything else, right, Liz? Immediately <laughs> got invested. Is that, it turns out, Crystal, wife of Quicksilver, is kissing Norm some random dude. Yeah. <laughs> kind of no the one. Realtor. Realtor. <laughs> the realtor. The realtor. Little town. Suburbia. And Holly yeah. sees. Holly is Wanda's student. So that leads us into our next stuff. So um, then we get the next holiday episode. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Uh, we Okay. I want to point out that this year, this comic came out, was the first year that Martin Luther King Jr. Day was celebrated as a national holiday. So that's that's why it's worded in the way it is in some ways. Yeah, it's a fucking thing in this issue. <laughs> so they Get team ready up. for some direct quotes. No. <laughs> they, oh, we're gonna be quoting this one. They team up. They team up with Quicksilver and Luke Cage. And um, I, first of all, right off first page, Luke Cage punches a guy. And the sound effect is Carambo, which is just <laughs> so good. Carambo. Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah. And so 
Wanda is chilling, and they're they're all just chilling, being all like um, suburban. Just on her chill belly. Yeah, Crystal shows up with Luna again, and it's like, hey, you know, like oh, you guys are coming down here quite a bit. Luna's, he- I'm sorry, Luna's head is now smaller than Wanda's hand. Just want to point out. Drew. She just gets smaller and smaller. She's like a Pomeranian now. <laughs> yeah. And then so Holly is like, oh my gosh, that's Crystal. I saw her kissing Norm Webster. <laughs> just, okay, I'm sorry. The idea that that Crystal's like, my husband's not satisfied me. I'm going to make out with Norm the realtor. <laughs> like, Dude, not, really? Not, not all the inhumans she knows or anything like that. Norm the realtor. I know. I'm going to be like, how hot was this Norm supposed to be? Because he doesn't look like anything special in the way that yeah. he's drawn. I yeah, mean. No. <laughs> and, and then Luke Cage is thrown through the window. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> This fight, where does <laughs> Luke Cage only resides in like one area. And they're in like, yeah. where in Jersey? Yeah, it's like somewhere in New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, yeah like, suburban. Yeah. This fight went and then, everywhere. And then they're like, "Oh, we beat the demons." They beat them almost immediately, and they teleport away. And then they're talking to Luke, and he's like, "This is supposed to be my day off." And like, day off? Of course, the new holiday. He's like, "You got it, witch." And I love just the way he says that. You got yeah. it, witch. You got it, definitely. Yeah, that's how I read that too. <laughs> Martin Luther King's birthday. And yeah. then, <laughs> Quicksilver. <clears throat> oh yeah. Ooh, oh. Well, I well, I, uh, I'm gonna warn. I'm gonna warn. It, it's not super offensive language, but yeah. Uh, so warning. While I have nothing against Martin Luther King, some of the best in humans have dusky skins, after all. But taking new days off when crime never sleeps leads to a weakening of moral fiber, in my opinion. End quote. It sucks. I hate it. I honestly, this is this character decision. It's just I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. You for like at this point, like breaking into like the writers' room. It's like if you had a th- if you had a thought for to write it down, to write it down, maybe sometimes just let it go. Well, I think it's it was obviously... because they they wanted to talk about it. Yes, someone yeah. has to be a contrary opinion. Someone has to be the conversation, uh, right? Yeah. And they chose and Pietro, and I was like... Because he's shitty in the rest of the series. Why not make him shitty about this, too? Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. It, it, I get it, but I'm also just... Again, this is the ham-fisted way a lot of the dialogue is written, though, in the comics. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, this isn't canon. <laughs> yeah. So Wanda's like, we have to destroy these idols. And I know where I left them. And so they all go to New York, and they're trying to find their way through New York, and it's all changing magically and everything. And um, Liz quoted this to me yesterday. Luke Cage saying, "Well, in that case, stick with me, because no matter how it gets tricked out, I New York, New York, like the back of my hand. You want to go town? We going downtown." And he just punches some shit. I love how he says, "We going downtown," and then he just punches a wall. <laughs> the wall trees. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's great. So they fight through these demons and presumably destroy a portion of New York while doing so. It's what I'm gathering. Like, I, it looks like they're just changging things to look different. So I'm assuming those trees he's punching are like a wall or a subway stop. Right. They're actually a part of something real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Pietro gets caught while running by a demon. Two demons. Catch him. Mid, mid while he's super speeding <laughs> around. Another reason that this is not a canon issue. <laughs> because, like, no. No, Marvel. That, no. That should not have happened. 
And then, but Pietro is fast enough to catch the E train, which is good, I guess. So he's able to hold the door open for them. Um, and then, yeah, they just fight, and they're like, "Oh man, we're gonna get there." And they get to the World Trade Center, Oof. the Twin Towers. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like they're on top of there. And then I love it because they're like, "How are we gonna get up there?" And Quicksilver's like, "What does it matter? I can run up the side of any building." <laughs> She's like, not carrying me, you jackass. I need to be up there. <laughs> so keep this all in mind. All this difficulty, all this damage they're dealing. Keep that all in mind, right? So they get up there. Vision manually uses the elevator by increasing his mass to counterweight it. Which means it must have flown up there very quick. That would have been very <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> It's like so dangerous, but okay. It's cool. She's, and you then, know, it's only your pregnant wife and brother. Yeah, oh, I got to over, over two solid tons. That's excessive. <laughs> Yeah. Down, there fa- down there fast, but damn, not that fast. Again, she's pregnant, dude. I mean, I was just like, why couldn't she just have flown? But okay, it's all right. <laughs> Moving on. And, it's, and then so they're fighting the demon. And he's like, where's the idols? She's like, did I say they were here? No, they're back at her house where they started <laughs> off. Now, this whole trip to New York, risking all of her lives, destroying a bunch of public property, all that stuff. And changing how many, who knows how many New Yorkers' lives by you know changing the world around them <laughs> was a distraction, so that Crystal could burn the idols and she could find the right you know type of bond to destroy them, basically. So she does, and then immediately starts cuddling with Norm again because that's all she's there for, really. Well, since nobody's here, might as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, we, once again, uh, this is another uh, issue in support of red, mutant registration. I gotta say. <laughs> regulation oh, God. <laughs> and then, and then we get it we get it wrapped <laughs> we get it wrapped up with vision saying sorry you didn't get to celebrate martin luther king day the way you planned luke he's like no problem Vig. i think in the long run maybe i did you did and then he says sure i'm real proud us blacks finally got a holiday for one of our own and all <laughs> but to me what it really means is blacks finally got certified as part of this society. Oh, this society. <laughs> and the way. And, oh, oh, this is it. And the way we, we all just fell into working together today says so too. King Day don't say we're different from white folks. It says we're equal. We ain't better. And brother, we sure ain't no worse. <laughs> Look. Yeah. As, as, it, as it looms over to Quicksilver. <laughs> That was the right part. They just look at him and they're like, "We ain't no word." Yeah, it was uh like the di- like yeah. it was the dialogue, man. In this section, it was just like, "Marvel, please hire sensitivity readers." So funny. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the thing. That was the sensitive version of it. That I, I know. Like I know. that was no. that was them doing the right thing. <laughs> like that's the best part. So, yeah, but hey, and, I mean, and then good. because they were like, "Well, what's the next holiday?" They're like, uh, "It's March." They're like, well, we're not gonna do St. Patrick's Day, and they're like, uh, fuck it, they go to Mardi Gras, so we go to Mardi Gras. <laughs> so, so we go to Mardi Gras, and Wanda is showing, is what we'll say. So she's starting to show. They go with Glamour and Illusion, because Glamour and Illusion are like, coincidentally, we do a show down here every year, and they're like, cool. That allows Norm and Crystal to get it on while they're gone, um, which is just. Just awesome, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, Vision disappears, and as as Wanda's trying to find him, people keep talking about some blonde. Look at that blonde, and it's the Enchantress, who is the 
biggest name Thor character that has not appeared in a movie yet, and really should. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> as you pointed out, I, the next film is called Love and Thunder. <laughs> exactly. I pointed that out to Liz. I'm like, maybe, maybe we'll get her. It'll be cool. So she is Enchanted Vision. Once again, reemphasizing to us that he is a human being. He can be enchanted. So, human yeah. being. His name is Vision. No last name. <laughs> yeah. So she basically is like, I need you to steal this gem for me. And this is ironic because the, the run of Thor comics she references in this is one of my favorite runs of comics ever. So um, basically they're trying to find, uh, or she's still trying to find Vision. Um, and then Glamour and Illusion do their little illusion. And Liz could not stop laughing at this. Another favorite panel. <laughs> um, so Glamour can change her body, change the molecules of her body. And so they trap her in like a bag and they put her underwater in a case and she can't get out. And she uses her powers she uses her powers to shrink to what Liz described as a sperm. It is. Um, <laughs> it is. It's a sperm with Glamour's face, which is horrifying for the record. Fleshy with her face on like it. Like, those panels. Then, like, as she no, the, that's, the that's the best part, is the first panel, she's in the water, but the second panel, she's just flat and slimy and on the ground. <laughs> so and it's fucking so gross. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she gets out, and then you find out that Glamour and Illusion are actually international jewel thieves. Woo! And they still shit when they do their things. And I'm like, that's really cool. And I'm like, did Glamour and Illusion ever show back up? And I'm pretty sure they never show back up, for the record. <laughs> like, I don't think that's ever closed off. So they do their illusion. Everything's cool. Um, they happen to be stealing the gem that Entrenches wants Vision to steal. And I laughed so hard for this. Oh my god! Because I, it just reminded me of the um, of the uh, oh my god, my mind went blank. What's his name? The, the dude with the talk show Hannibal Burris is his sidekick. Eric Andre. Yeah, Eric Andre. The Eric Andre show where he's like, let me in. Yes. The, <laughs> this part where Vision literally walks up and goes, oh, I'm going to steal this gym for you. He's like, wait, it's not here. I can't steal it. I can't! Yeah. Like, yeah. Screaming. <laughs> screaming, I can't steal it, I can't! Like, it's so... And that, that broke the spell. The yeah. fact that he was incapable of doing her... Like, it's literally so, like he couldn't compute, so he rebooted. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's like it was a logic error. He couldn't, you know, it was a logic error, and so he had to reboot, and then he's okay. And I was like, wow. How human of you, Vision? <laughs> yes, yeah. how human of you. <laughs> and, then, um, and then, uh, Enchantress is walking alone, and then <laughs> Wanda just jumps dirty ass New Orleans water on, on <laughs> the adventures. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. And also the sound effect is sploosh. Yeah. So, <laughs> just excellent. And basically you find out that she's um, she's in a feud with her sister, who is also very beautiful. And that's the Thor story I was talking about. I really enjoy it. Uh, Lorelai has basically been trying to seduce Thor and Loki and Interestress is like, don't do that. This is where the story with, with uh, Scourge comes from with the mm. executioner. He fell in love with Enchantress, and he's the only one who chose her num number one, basically. 
and she kind of rejected him. So that's what led him to join Thor going to hell. And then when they're trying to escape hell, that's when he made the big stand with the guns and everything, just like in the movies. Yeah, that, that, that was a weird choice. Sorry, coming back into here before she gets splooshed. Um, yeah. It was a weird choice to kind of make her seem kind of scared or vulnerable when she's like as guardian enchantress. And it's like, yeah. oh, she's waiting for Vision, very just like, yeah, like just worried. And it's like, but it just could be saying that just Mardi Gras, just like the location and the, the times of Mardi Gras is just fucking scary. But yeah, that part is like, she's this guardian. She just should not be giving a fuck about waiting for this guy. Yeah. So then, we get... <laughs> <laughs> so then we get a brief domestic between Wanda and Vision. Yeah. Where, okay, so, so Enchantress's magic can fully ensorcel a dude. There's, he doesn't really have much to say about it, right? And so she's like, like Vision's like, hey, I love Wanda, and I love her no matter what, and she's always going to be my girl. He's like, but yeah, you got me good, but I still choose Wanda. And she's like, oh, treasure him. And I'm like, oh, cool ending. Then Wanda's like, oh, basically she's like, oh, why don't you go hang out with your other bitch, basically? Like, <laughs> like she's like, he's like, oh, I had to go along, you know? And she's just like, Ugh, gross. And he's like, you know, like... No, no, no. She, he says, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, you bet you like her. I'm all pregnant and ugly right now. And he's like, oh, yeah, I was enchanted. But I liked it. And, I, oh, man, I was like, wow, 80s. Like, what? <laughs> what? Vision is so unlikable in this <laughs> moment. I, I but, hated him. But, Liz, mm-hmm. as he tells us right here. Yes. I could have, I could have, I suppose, but I've been telling you. I'm human. <laughs> I'm human. Yeah, no last name. I know. Yeah, because he's all talking about how you know the he he's like he can't help enjoying being kissed by a beautiful woman. He's human, and Wanda's like, "You're not supposed to be that human." <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. This fight lasts a page and a half, yeah. and then he's literally like, "I know you're pregnant, and I love you." And she's like, "Okay," and they kiss, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Like that's that's it. But then, big twist at the end. Crystal, back there making out with Norm, gets sick. And Norm's like, what am I going to do? Yep. So that leads us to our next thing where Crystal's near death because there's a potion she's been taking. This is a long fucking explanation. We'll she's been pill-popping these like things so she can actually breathe. Earth yeah, air. Cause, pollution, cause bad. pollution bad. Pollution yeah. bad. Pollution <laughs> bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. good. <laughs> so she has to take this thing to even breathe our air, and she's been taking too much of it, and yeah. So now she's in a coma, and Quicksilver's like, what happened to her? And Norm's like, one of the most uncomfortable issues. Norm is a piece of shit, because instead of just being like, she was with me, and, you know, given the, you know, all the valid information that might have helped solve the problem, he's like, yeah, I just found her in the snow. No, I don't know. <laughs> she was just there. Like, I'm just a good guy. Like, it's, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, basically, she's sick. They're trying to figure it out. Long story short, Pietro found out that Norm has been sleeping with his wife. Presumably sleeping with. Well, I mean, we, we, you know, it's the 80s. The best um, way. I love that panel. No, there's, there's a, they, totally, they totally bang. There's another moment where between Wanda and Vision, they're getting all like sexy, and then something interrupts them. And Wanda even says, don't worry, or we'll continue the lovemaking later, or something like that. She's, those were her words. Oh, yeah, no, they were banging. I mean, that was implied in a couple issues with Norm and Crystal. I liked it. 
I like to pretend not, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I love I love Pietro pacing. That panel is probably one of my favorite oh, panels. Yeah. Like artwise, it's so cute, and um, it's just like him like pacing around like a cartoon. And then yeah, when he finds out that he's like, oh, Crystal, you're waking up. What are you trying to say? And she's like, must sleep with Norm. And um, he immediately runs over and just starts beating the crap, like choking Norm out. And everyone's like, so and but the best part is nobody was there when. Crystal said that. So for, for everybody else on this on the moon, they're just like Pietro. All of a sudden, just decides to start beating up this random human trying to <laughs> kill him. The the the, the kind hearted human that found poor Crystal. Um, that they decided to also take to the moon with them for some reason. Probably, yeah, it was dumb. Well, it's funny. Found her. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and and then she has some of the worst. Uh, again, some of the worst, most character assassination. I've ever ha- seen with poor Pietro where he's basically like they're like okay Pietro you know marriage is hard and you've been really busy with your militia and you can't blame Crystal you know maybe you just got to work it out and he's like why would I ever want to go back to that soiled dirty skank <laughs> he's, like, he's like GD um, like emasculates me by sleeping around like it was just really like dated dialogue I don't know it was pretty bad I was like they just embraced full on Pietro is a piece of crap, I guess. And, um, oh, yeah, that's the best part. Dude, again, I love how Pietro just is like zips around. He's like, they're like, yeah. And he's like, I'm not going back to that whore. And then he (laughs) runs, zooms off, goes to his militia, and he's like, to arms, my brothers. This is the thing we've been training for. So, yeah, that whole militia thing finally pays off. And he literally. I mean, I guess, like, everybody just waits around while the militia gets roused and heads on over because, yeah, he zooms back, and he's like, fire, you know, they're defending the horror of my ex, my wife, and um, they're like, dude, that's like the royal family, we're not gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you answer to me! And, yeah, it's very dramatic and hilarious, and, um, you know, and then he's basically like, F you, F you and to blazes with Black Bolt and then he just runs and I guess he's just running around the moon a billion times and they off to chase after him. Oh yeah, he has and nowhere else um, to go. <laughs> there they are. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, where is he going? <laughs> it's just, he's just <laughs> running off in, in a random direction and I'm like, the moon's not that big. Is he just gonna run around it a billion times? I mean, like, what was the the plan? It's very dramatic and hilarious. Or I guess yeah. he can spin fast enough, go around so many times, and get built enough momentum and just jump, <laughs> but Orbit will kill him. <laughs> like, how powerful is that? <laughs> I didn't even think, think about that part. That's so funny. <laughs> He's going to make the moon start to, to uh, revolve. I don't know. <laughs> they don't explain it because, you know, Marvel doesn't really care about Quicksilver. But, um, yeah. And, um, I was sorry, I jumped in there. But, like, yeah, basically, that that's the comic, and you pretty much covered it, yeah. Hooks over gets his ass beat like the by the end of the movie. That's the If I ever want to <laughs> read this issue, I'm just going to come back to this part. Just like, yeah. <laughs> listen to it this way. <laughs> and yeah. then he doesn't, um, he doesn't take her back. Yeah, that's in the end. So. That's the best part. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I thought yeah. <laughs> they have a kid. Yeah, I would take the kid, though. That, I, again, I don't like that Pietro basically just bounces. And, um, and he, oh, yeah, and he gets mad at Wanda for not, like, I don't know. I don't even know what he wanted. He was just. Or whatever. Yeah, it was Even all very awkward. Norm off. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and Wanda goes into like Crystal's mind and gets her to come. I actually did kind of like that moment because Crystal basically is like in this coma and she's like, I don't want to wake up because I don't want to deal with the consequences of my actions. Yeah. Um, and Wanda, like, you know, she's compassionate and she's like, I know it's gonna be hard, but hey, we're family. Like, you know, we we will get through this. 
um, whatever happens, happens, you know, kind of thing. And um, while Vision is, of course, trying to calm Pietro down and um, be like, hey, Pietro, you know, like uh, maybe, maybe marriage counseling, you know, a lot of couples are doing it. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, yeah. And um, anyways, yeah, Crystal wakes up and um, Pietro takes off. Enough about all of you. Enough about love. He's like, F you, F you, to places with you. I'm out. And um, no, I think... We, we have a much better Pietro moment coming up in the next issue, too. Yeah. Which I'm very excited true. about. So. That's true. The next issue, the guest star is Spider-Man. Woo! Mm-hmm. And Peter Parker literally shows up to do basically oh, shoot the TV scripts. Holiday, <laughs> holiday. You gotta save the holiday that this is about. I don't even remember, to be honest. It's tax day! <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel with these. I love it. So, I know, yeah. I thought they didn't do either. Because it's April, they went with tax day. <laughs> the secular holiday tax day. <laughs> so, literally, in the middle of, like, Alaska, there's a dude with a dog sled. And he's just chilling. And Pietro runs up to him out of nowhere. And goes, you human, do you have a wife? Do you have a love in your life? It's like, <laughs> like, like imagine, imagine this happening Shaking to you him. on the street, dude. Like, yeah, like, and the guy's like, what the hell? He's like, you do, don't you? Even here at the end of the earth, a man could have a faithful wife, but not me. No, I run alone, and even here, I'm an outcast. <laughs> but it's my choice, you hear me? My choice. They wanted me to take her back, swallow my pride, and accept that soiled woman back into my arms. Would you do it? He's like, well, yes, you would. <laughs> like, <laughs> the pleasure of the flesh rule other men, but not me. I am laying in tight. Flesh is my enemy. Dude, this is Reddit in a conversation. Yeah. Like, Once a man is compromises, he can never be pure again, ever. And I am pure as the driven snow. Unadulterated in the best sense of the word. I kept my integrity through everything all these years. Like, it's just so... Don't try to let me know man could hold Quicksilver and then he runs away again. And that dude, that poor dude is probably like, what the fuck just happened? This man <laughs> never drank again. Yeah, he never comes up ever again <laughs> in the story. That's the only time that he ever appears in a Marvel comic, basically. Yeah, so. it's, um, yeah, and I think that's... <laughs> oh, I mean, that, that part was funny, at least. It's so dramatic. <laughs> but yeah, um, and so yeah, this issue is, yeah, Peter Parker's there and uh, we get to see Glamour and Illusion. They're like, oh, we have money now. And they're like, oh, cool. We're not going to ask why. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and then who comes back but the mighty Toad King. <laughs> and Toad has a robot now, which looks like a Toad. Yeah, and has powers like a Toad. Funny robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So Spider-Man and Vision fight, fight Toad. And then Spider-Man reveals that him and Toad were friends for a little bit. For some um, reason. Yeah, because someone had to be. Yeah, <laughs> and then Toad it, it basically tell he's like, "I will get Wanda." So his whole drive for this is Wanda, right? Like that's all he's wanted. And he gets to the house and he's like, "I'm coming for you, my beloved." And then Holly's like, "Yo, close the door." And she's like, "No, it's fine." She comes in, she tries to stop him, and he gets up there and sees Wanda, and he goes, "At last, at last, we're united, my own." Yuck! <laughs> yeah, literally just points at her stomach, which is like you know she's like seven months at this point, and he's just like, ah! 
<laughs> and he just and then he just goes he just proceeds to shit on her he's just like you're disgusting what happened to you like oh my god where is the wanda that i fell in love with like why are you so fat and puffy and big and she's like i'm pregnant dick and like where where is the precious flower of maidenhood yeah he's like fantasy so ruined. <laughs> Yeah. What, what a piece of crap. There's some terrible men in this comic book. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're portrayed to be. You know what I mean? They're, they're supposed yeah, to be. True. Yeah, Like, yeah. So they stop him and he's like, well, I don't even want her anymore. <laughs> yeah, literally. He's like, I don't want her. She's ugly now. She's fat. <laughs> it's like, which, which leads us to our conclusion. Uh, Wanda gives birth. Yeah. Uh, so Wanda's giving birth, but of course it's not that simple. It never is. Um, Glamour's dress is so pretty on this one. Like that constellation with the blue. Oh, yeah. That's totally. pretty cool. We go back to the beginning, basically, where we're dealing with the Grim Reaper and stuff. And we're not going to get dig too much into this because so much happens in this one. Long story short, Necker brings the Grim Reaper back to life. Um, and Wanda's like, I'm not supposed to give birth yet. And then she does. Uh, so <laughs> she's also gigantic. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is great. And, uh, the best part was, so in the first arc, we didn't mention, because it really doesn't matter, but they had they had a body to put the new Simon Williams personality into that looks like Simon Williams, basically. And in this, oh, Simon also, or Wonder Woman, Wonder Man also shows up for this. So Necra's like, well, we have this body. Turns out this body used to be an assassin for the mob. <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> so we'll bring him back to life. So they do. And you're like, all right. Now Wanda goes into labor, and she's in, she's at the hospital, and uh, they're all like, oh, this is cool, and they're just hanging out and stuff. And they go get Doctor Strange, or Wonder Man goes to get Doctor Strange in an alternate universe and shit. Which is such like, a dope scene. Like I was like, I want to read that issue of that fight that he was having. I know, right? We get a brief Wong appearance, which is good. Um, and then Grim Reaper, Necra, and this resurrected Hitman show up at a gun shop. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. And they're like, give us your guns. And the guy's like, I'm not scared of you. They're like, I'll fucking kill you. And he's like, here, take whatever you want, basically. (laughs) And so the dude says, the assassin says, give me two Uzis. (laughs) Yeah, that M14 too, and the portable flamethrower, and this hunting knife. Need hand weapons. Give me an M1911. Grenades too. Any more ammo for the vest? I'm like, Jesus, dude. Like, and so he gets all tricked out. Oh, he tries two panels, to... by the way, just to give you an idea of how much like uh, dialogue is on these panels. <laughs> yeah. He looks like the Punisher gearing up. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> um, so the guy behind the gun store rightfully tries to defend his properly, property and shoots uh, Necra and Grim Reaper. Necra can't die. And Grim Reaper was like, oh, I guess he missed me because he's a zombie and doesn't know it. Then we get kind of a conclusion with Crystal and Norm. Mm-hmm. Where she's basically like, I'm going to deal with my family matters, but then I want to be with you, which never happens for the Yeah, room. she's like, I'm going to get a divorce, and then, you know, and then we'll be together. And this just goes to show why you should never date a married woman or a married man. They will never leave their partners. And if they do, they're not going to go with you because <laughs> now they're single and can be with anyone they want. <laughs> and then we cut, we cut to Wanda. At her alternative birth center, which me and Liz were like, hey, that's nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Why can't yeah. we get more of that? Yeah. <laughs> that mutant only? <laughs> this is also where we get uh, Holly's mom being like, uh, 
my husband Fred and I are just two two of the people who love having your fellow Avengers living in Leonia. Uh, it opened up a whole new world for our daughter, and that's good enough for us. And I'm like, they're training her to be a Wiccan. <laughs> like her parents, her parents have no hesitation at all about this. I love that's that. cool. I, I do want us to point out too. I like my favorite thing about that alternative birth center is they make a point to be like it's basically like a bedroom. You know, have give birth in comfort. And I'm like, I bet you this artist just didn't want to draw a hospital labor <laughs> delivery unit. I'm like, maybe he's just never been in one and he's just like, I don't know how to draw that. I'm he had an extra <laughs> stock room scene. It's like, we can just use this, use this yeah. one. He's like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what they do in the labor and delivery room. Which <laughs> <you have. laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, so Magneto shows up to see Wanda. Because there's not enough characters in this issue. And of course, Wonder Man attacks him because Wonder Man's an asshole. You know, like, they had Thanksgiving together. Like, literally. Yeah. Well, oh, wait. Yeah, no, like, no, literally. Simon was not there. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, but his so... mom was there, you know? So. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm sure they talked. And it's like, oh, yeah. And that one dude that nobody liked was there. Mag- was like, yeah, Magneto. At Magnus, I think his name was. <laughs> yeah. He was fine. He was a gentleman. He was okay. I'm sure that, that conversation had to have happened. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and then directly outside the hospital, uh, while she's trying to give birth, uh, Wonder Man and Magneto are fighting Necra, Grim Reaper, and yeah, with all those weapons, assassination guy. He tries to set fire to Wonder Man, who's made of energy, so that's great. Um, also, the the hitman uses the phrase "climb a rope" as in basically tell him to go fuck himself, <laughs> which, which I love. I'm gonna start saying that. Climb a rope, Reaper. <laughs> all, all of them are covered in metal, and Magneto's like, "Oh, I can do everything." <laughs> I don't <see> <laughs> And then Wanda gives birth. Oh, look, what the fuck Yay. is that? Oh, God. <laughs> Why'd you give birth yeah. to a dead thing? <laughs> Why did they have to choose a giant page for it? Look, yeah. look, how, look how big uh, Dr. Strange hands are. Oh, hands shit. are. Like man hands. Those hands <laughs> delivered that baby. <laughs> it's bad. Like, it's just, yeah, awkward all around. The baby is definitely terrifying um, in the, this yeah. whole run of terrifying children. And then it's like, oh no, there's another baby coming. Gasp. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a firefight going out or um, going on <laughs> really? right outside that no one hears. Yeah. Well, the people outside here, but yeah, not them inside. They're in the alternate birth center. It's uh, insulated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insulated, soundproof. It's good. <laughs> no problems from here. And basically, they defeat Necro with the power of love. Is basically the, the short version of what happens. Yeah, it's dumb. It's boring. It doesn't matter. <laughs> literally, it was literally. I feel like they didn't. Maybe like the Thanksgiving issue. I don't even know. They needed a fight, so they put a fight. And there's a fight in every issue. Why stop now? So it's just like okay. And um, yeah, the, I do like the whole thing about like man. The baby's off the charts. We can't get a measure or a reading on this child. And, like, not even, like, when it's born. They still can't, like, get its temperature and weigh it. So Dr. Strange just basically spanks it on the bum, calls it a day, and hands the baby back to them. <laughs> he, he, he actually literally shrugs. Yeah. Like, it's great. He's like, uh. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> And, and then, then um, Vision holds up the, the, the second terrifying demon child with the giant hands. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he, uh, yeah, they basically go home. They have the babies, and it's like er- everything is great. And their names are Tommy and Billy, just like that. Thomas and William, hmm. just that. <laughs> yeah, 
And no last name because their dad doesn't have yeah, a last name. No last name. <laughs> I guess those were reader because I read the letters and I guess those were reader nominated names. So that was kind of cool. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she makes a big point of an explanation of what the they're going to name the kid Thomas, and then, um, you know, and that's after Phineas Thomas, and that that was a letter that was submitted, and they said, um, yeah, we thought of that, and um, you're, you know, they gave people a prize, I guess, for guessing the names that they were going to use and where they came from. So that's cool. Q. Yeah, yeah. and that then. So that's the end of it. Now, I do want to briefly talk about the letters because Liz brought it up and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely something interesting. So if you read any letters in comics nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I really appreciate this. Or I'm so glad you started writing this character because you're so good or because this character is underused. It's mostly very appreciative, right? Mm-hmm. It's mostly mostly very much like, please write more or I don't want this to be canceled. Please say it won't be canceled, you know? Liz, what was your experience with the letters for this book? Oh my god, it was like the darkest Reddit threads I've ever been or a forum no post. Shit. Like it was okay, yeah. So like I'll, let me just I'm trying to find the I think it was issue six, um, when they did the first letter page. And um yeah, it 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 is different. Like it's uh oh shoot, okay, it's not issue six. Um basically it's ba- like people are just showing off. They're just like Oh yes, you're using this character who first appeared in this issue. I I remember and I have that issue and it's so great and I think you should do this and they're like giving direction. They're like oh, you guys God, write no. a story about yeah. Okay, so Everything you like, shouldn't do on Twitter now. Yes, right? It's like David J. Jack. It's his letter where he's like he writes the crew and um he's like oh my god he goes after okay since you're exploring her and vision's family ties please display the mythical relationship between the scarlet witch and the god of thunder after all wanda at the time of her birth received the greatest source of arcane energy manipulate like you know oh he, like, he's, he's explaining it right, right yeah like he's explaining it to the people that are writing who work at marvel like you know like they yeah. don't know they don't have access to this information um and he's going on and on he's like i have three last points and he and he he bullets them one please figure out some way to have wanda fly again she flew in past issues and then somebody changed his mind and said we were all things. <laughs> she never like you know i it's kind of funny but i was like okay and then two define the witch's power as arcane science and, and you know it, it just goes on and on and it's like you know he's giving them like di- editorial direction um which is very funny and then yeah the other the other letter that i thought was funny would was like you know um he's like uh at the risk of dating myself i remember when dame agna hawkness first tutored wanda in the mystic arts in an avengers classic titled bewitched bothered dot 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 and dead it seems the wheel and it's like so this guy knew again this is 1985 you know there's no google to search to like see what issue Agna came through. He he knew that. And he, and he not only knew that he he probably, you know, dug out the issue that she was in just so he could put that in a letter and tell the world he knows what issue she first <laughs> came in. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. All, like not all the letters are that like terrible. Like some of them are kind of just like I like this and you know, I like the art or some of them criticize the art, which is kind of funny or say, mm-hmm. here's some ways you can improve. And I'm oh like, wow. <laughs> Again, just the way they talk to these people. And the best part to me is that they publish the their addresses. Oh my god, what? That's, that's <laughs> in the yeah. letters. They, uh, like not everybody does this, but some people will put their full on physical address in their signature. Holy shit. 
And I'm thinking this is, uh, I mean, this is what I think zines used to be, or like the letter pages. You know how like George R. R. Martin talks about like how zines, yeah, they used to like write letters to other fans to talk about it. And I'm just like, this is literally like a forum conversation or Twitter conversation via like the Pony Express. Like this is, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, we're witnessing history here. Like witnessing just how people, like, can you imagine you want to make a tweet and talk about, I love Wanda and the vision and this is really cool and I remember when this character first appeared but instead of just you know typing it on your phone and hitting post you got to write a letter wait months for hopefully it appears in the comic it's one of the chosen ones <laughs> and then hope that people read your letter and write back to you and talk about it and then you make your friends and then you get zines mailing lists and stuff like that it, mm. it is truly something like that I've I was fascinated while reading this this letter page thank you about yeah. it now yeah it is but holy shit that's oh god it's crazy yeah normally i don't because like every, every one of those now. men that, that wrote those letters grew up yeah. to be in com comics gate so. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i mean some of them are yeah no it looks like not all of them are that nerdy but it's definitely like the stereotypical nerd in the comic book store who's just like mm, actually it, it, do you even know like the captain america's first appearance i do it is and then they quote like the whole thing and it's just like wow okay um i just want to read comics man i don't think i need to know you know like i don't think i need to read them the way you want to read them but okay um yeah, so yeah, it's definitely, it was funny. It was funny to read. I, I don't usually read the letter pages in modern comics because, you know, it's just not usually all positive. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely read these ones and I was like, wow. <laughs> different times, different times. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts? Uh, I'll start with Josue. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think like one of the big things I just, I, I, I haven't touched on uh, that I really liked about this book is how much, and since we're kind of, we're kind of doing this because of the MCU um, or for WandaVision, but one of the things that bothered me from the MCU was always like, oh, well, they didn't make Pym create Ultron and then they, but they still kind of like went with it and like they started kind of working with it. And it wasn't until kind of reading this that like, it made me appreciate the line in, uh, or it made me really actually appreciate Vision and kind of what they kind of, what they did, what they had to work with in the MCU. Because uh, with uh, Mark, uh, Bruce's line in Infinity War with, um, well, I mean, that's the best part of Vision. Like he was created by Ultron and parts of Tony and, and myself or Jarvis. And that's what makes it him. And then, but, and obviously they couldn't use Simon Williams or the, the original Human Torch, but I'm, it's almost like, in its own way, I mean, they've changed so many stuff in the MCU that that was like their own way of mirroring the because like even like the one of the, like the straight up dialogue explaining uh, Vision was just like the synthesoid model on the hands of the adamantium adamantan Ultron, and then upon the blank slate of the uh, uh, the brain were implanted by Simon Williams, the Wonder Man, and then but using physically the body of the Human Torch, and it's kind of like oh, it's cool. It, it really made me appreciate how they chose to mirror the creation of Vision from. The original source material into the MCU with what they had to work with. Uh, so yeah, that was definitely one of the pluses for me. Nice. Liz, any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, you know, there's things I liked about it. <laughs> I think WandaVision is definitely easier uh, to understand. Um, you don't need to know, like, all the backstories of all the characters, but it was fun. I mean, you know, I'm glad I read it. There were things that, you know, definitely I could see, uh, like you said, that I, you know, the, the people writing WandaVision probably did read this and kind of, you know, get an idea of what they wanted to, a direction they wanted to do. Like Glimmer and, or uh, I keep saying Glimmer, Glamour and... <laughs> 
illusion. I almost wonder if that was like a kind of maybe like a reference in WandaVision episode two where they do right. like a magic act, you know, it's kind of like because the costumes are similar. Wasn't that their names? Yeah, I think their names right. were that too. Yeah. yeah, illusion and glamour. So I was like, oh, that, that's, that's kind of cool. Like reading this, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, that's kind of like nice trivia, I guess. We'll see though. Like, oh, and the twins being born, obviously, that's, you know, from this issue. And, but we'll, oh, God, I just realized uh, something else that happens, but that's a major spoiler right now. So I guess we'll wait till the end. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I'm like, yeah, actually, there are kind of a lot of like connections from this comic to WandaVision. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, very cool. And then, you know, we uh, can't wait to see how WandaVision's going to end and which yeah. comic storyline or what they're going to do to. <laughs> Ooh, and with a surprise lineup of like we get WandaVision for the when a when a season finale stop uh, airs, we get a week off, and then the following week we get fucking Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh man, yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah, definitely. And then um just so you guys know, we're gonna go back to our normal mutual read for next week, mm-hmm. which is going to be new X-Men. Nice. Um however, I will let you know I have chosen our next book after we're done with New X-Men, Hosway. I haven't told you this yet. Um, we are going to, just because I want to make you read it and get your reaction to it, we're going to start reading X Factor Investigations. Oh, no shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, which is which will be a lot of fun because we love the current X Factor. Yeah. And it'll be a lot of fun to, like, compare them, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. For the record, by the way, uh, Glamour and Illusion do show up back, show back up in the MCU. And then see you? Or in the, in the 616. Oh, okay. Um... Apparently, Glamour was killed. Oh. And Illusion was eventually killed by someone, too. Well, that takes care of them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I just oh, checked sorry. the Marvel fan database. So, yeah. There's another thing. Sorry, there is one letter, Josue, where they talk about, like, I'm so sad. Like, I love this comic. I'm, it's my favorite comic um, after Coyote, which has sadly been canceled. And I do hope, you know, like, they go on and on about how great that comic was and how much they, they're asking, basically, can you use Coyote in this comic? I don't want, like, you know, this character to disappear. And I'm like, who the hell is Coyote? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> that was kind of sad. I know that is either. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a Marvel character. Um, it's it's the trickster god, you know. Mm. Um, uh, it had its own series at the time. I had forgotten it did, and then uh, when they when Liz read me that, I'm like, oh yeah, it's also written by the same guy, Steve Englehart. No, no so, shit. It's not, it's, it's not actually Marvel. It's um epic which is owned by marvel mm. oh okay okay so this, is, this is a nerd who knew he, who he was talking to is like hey he's yeah. just bring back your good shit yeah, yeah so exactly. that's funny okay that's probably them just him wanting to get published i i feel like the whole letter writing thing has been so cutthroat like and ruthless with how they had to word their letters to get picked <laughs> oh, yeah, totally so yeah awesome all right guys well uh Thank you so much for joining us on We Have Issues. Those are all the issues that we have with the Vision Scarlet Witch miniseries from 1985. Uh, what did you think? Let us know if you did read it. Um, is Baby Luna very, very distracting to you as well? Uh, that's definitely something that jumped out at us. Uh, so yeah, give us your opinion uh, as a reply to this message. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. We always appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>